0: What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio Show. My name is Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. And today we're going to be talking about three top reasons why you need to retire now. Like right now, you're thinking about retirement, which many people do. They say, oh, I can't retire. I'm going to work forever or maybe next year or I'm never going to retire. And no one really thinks about retiring today. They talk about it, and they say, maybe if I win the Powerball, I'll retire today. There's one guy that talks about retirement all the time, and that's me. And here's the guy I talk to about (laughs) it with. That's Tony. Tony, welcome to the show. Are you thinking about retiring now, and do you want three reasons why you should?
1: I'm not thinking about retiring right now. Well, I am because you brought it up, Uh, (laughs) but it depends on how you mean that. I'm thinking about retirement but I'm not thinking about retiring now or anytime soon. Let's put it that way. I'm always well, thinking about retirement. <laughs> Let's be honest, right?
0: Right. Well, this, I want to talk about three top reasons why people should retire right now. Um, do you have any guesses as to what one of them would be? Like if, if someone, if I had to say to someone, oh yeah, you should retire right now. What, what would be the reason?
1: Um the fact is that they absolutely can't stand their job or can't find another job. Yes. Maybe is that number one
0: wondering? reason. And I don't know if they're any particular order, but I just like to put them in number order so we stay on task. Number one, <laughs> you hate your job.
1: Yep. All right, There's a song called that. I Hate the Boss <laughs> that, that I should should have played a clip of right now.
0: I hate the boss. <laughs> you hate the boss that would be part of a toxic work environment perhaps yes i put on a list a couple of things so i say you hate your job but there's more to it than that maybe your job is absolutely mind-numbing and you just can't stand it it's boring and you're miserable the commute might. are stink. you
1: describing a radio show co-host right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> well your commute might stink which wouldn't describe you um there might be people that experience really experienced how bad their commute is when they work from home during COVID and they're like wait oh, I didn't know that I could do this right, <laughs> right. and now they're going back to like yeah right um I have a couple of clients that recently expressed to me that they're losing the ed- their edge at work um so they don't that necessarily happens, hate the job they're uh, just burnt out no th- it, they can get burnt out that's separate but this is more of they are both in both instances they're in high-tech jobs and they're just not able to keep up with the technology changes and they're not as mentally sharp as they were and the and so it's making it difficult. I guess you could say they're burnt out in a way that those are people that just they've been working for 40 years and they're like I can't do this another day you know they're, they're miserable right. about that but then there's the toxic work environment uh a boss that you hate is probably a top um one of the one of the reasons there sure yeah but you can have employees that you hate or customers oh, yeah. yeah
1: you could be a manager and the employees that uh work under you just drive you nuts and that you've Move just had it. enough you've been doing it for 20 years and yeah
0: or you could be you. um you could be a roofer and you're up on the roof replacing roofs now in florida in the heat and it's just destroying you physically yeah
1: maybe you're getting older and you physically just can't handle your current job
0: right yeah so in those cases um you don't you you should retire now now easier said than done i'm going to get to some of the considerations of it at the end but i just want to talk about the top three so let's move on
1: obviously if you have no money saved up for retirement you can't retire right now
0: well that's just it isn't it um well, we'll get to it. So that's number one reason is okay. you hate your job. Number two. I nailed it. Your health is suffering or the health of a loved one. I put the health of a loved one. So my take is that health is the most important part of life. It trumps money, accolades, power, status, etc. So people often talk about, oh, I'm going to work until a certain age or until I have a certain amount or, you know, I'm just going to keep working until I am at a point where I feel comfortable with this, that, and the other thing, but they never really talk about um, their health until it's an issue. Most people don't say I'm going to work until 62. Cause then that's when I feel like um, I'll have time when I'm healthy, more and more people talking about it. But my general philosophy is that you want to retire as early as possible so that you could do the things that you've put off while you're working and do it while you're healthy and young. Because what good is retirement if you're not able to enjoy it? Um, Or your spouse gets sick, your parent gets sick, and they might be in an end of life situation. And you might say, I can't take care of them because I'm working. Maybe it's time to retire. And that sounds crazy, but I rarely run into people that say, Oh, I wish I would have worked longer. It's usually, I wish I would have spent more time doing XYZ. Um, right. I wish I would have retired sooner as before I had the heart attack. I wish I would have done something before my, my knees went out. And so, if your health is suffering or a loved one's health is suffering, that's a real good indication that it might be time to retire now.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a that's a good point. Health is huge.
0: And then the last reason I want to get to before we get into some of the well, yeah, easier said than done type things. Um, you can afford to retire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's a good reason. That was actually my first thought.
0: Your first thought? Well, explain what you mean by by you can afford to retire and then I'll give you my take.
1: Oh. Uh, well, you can afford to retire means uh, you have the means and the ability and the attitude. You have the package. In other words, you have a plan for retirement and you have uh, the means as far as you have finances and you've got it planned out so you know that you'll be able to pay bills for the rest of your life. Pay your bills. Yeah, that's what I mean. Afford to retire.
0: Yeah. And that's it. But the, the issue is Tony, not many people actually know the answer to this question.
1: Right. Unless they have, we're working with a retirement planner, a financial planner, or advisor like yourself.
0: Then they know they might, but there's still going to be always an unknown. Cause sure. you can have all the numbers in front of you and people still. So here's a question for you, Tony. If you knew you could afford to retire right now, mm-hmm. would you retire? No. So you have the you have the means, you have a plan, everything says, "Hey Tony, here you go. You would not retire. Why not?"
1: Yeah, I in fact I just thought about this over the weekend and the last few days because I've been thinking about that very thing. What if I won the 2 billion dollar lottery? Now, I don't play the lottery, but because it was at 2 billion, you know, for fun and kicks and giggles, my wife and I picked up a couple of lotter- lottery tickets, right, at the gas station. You know, and I I think we only got two. like we don't ever play the lottery or gamble or buy. It's, you know, to me, it's a waste of money and you're not going to win, which we did not. I I think I heard an announcement that some guy in L.A. won the two billion dollar largest lottery ever. But I said, if I won that, would I quit my job or would I retire? And my answer is no, because I know as a fact I need something that i have to get up and do every day or i would probably lay there like a lump i don't have an active plan of what i would do if i didn't work and i have a job i love that's the main reason for me i mean as long as my wife and i always laugh about this she's like tony as long as your voice holds out you know obviously look at this i mean this could go <laughs> away or get worse it. than it already is not me um uh, you know, I could do this as long as my voice holds out, I can do this job. Right. So uh, okay. and I think I would because it's fun. It's not to me co-hosting a show with you each week is fun. So I wouldn't stop doing that. Now, might I stop doing other aspects of my job and tell them, hey, get somebody else in here to do this. I'll just host the shows. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But um no I would not especially completely retire and, and I I, I want to do this as long as possible so I don't do this just for the money.
0: And I think that's and that's one of the top considerations I have and I want to go through these. That first one is the loss of mental social stimulation
1: which is what I said I need that purpose.
0: Purpose. Purpose. So without a purpose people get depressed. Without a purpose people fall into a bad place. right? Yeah, and this is my this identity. I see
1: loss of identity written down there. Yeah. Loss, loss of, identity of identity right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I would, I would really suffer from that. I mean, my that's identity right. is wrapped up in this,
0: in your job, in your career. Yeah. You, a lot of people that's for a lot of people, especially people that make a lot of money that can't afford to retire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I,
1: not you. I
0: from see, <laughs> <laughs> see, but you wouldn't true. lose your identity. In my opinion, you have the personality that is endearing, and people would attach to that. But you feel that you would lose your identity. So this I put on here: top yes. considerations slash excuses, because uh, people use this as an excuse. excuse. Sure. Sure. People yeah. don't want to have to redefine themselves. So even right. given the means and the plan and you have enough money, pull the trigger. People still say, nah, I don't want to do it. A lot of people retire and then they go back, not because they can't afford to or they right. can't afford to retire, stay retired. It's because they're so bored that they go back. A lot of people lose all their social network. They find out their only friends were at work or they go back home and they're with their spouse 24-7 and they stay, can't stand them. So they go back home, back to work to get away from their spouse. They didn't realize, you know, it's one thing to be married someone, but it's another thing to be with them 24 seven. Right. And yeah, two people don't things. realize that until yeah. they're retired. <laughs> right. So that is definitely a consideration. Um, and that goes to, you can afford to retire, but I lose my mental or social stimulation, but people that hate their job, they're like, I'll figure out something else to stimulate me. But the people that are health are suffering, they're sometimes on the fence. Oh, if I retire, let me just do it. Um, they do it anyway because they know they have less time to live. Yeah. So it's usually the people that can afford to retire that don't because of those first three. Um, some other considerations. People that retire early or retire when like now, they take Social Security early. They, they, they're synonymous. They assume that when they retire, that means they have to take Social Security. No, I'm going to wait. I want to wait to retire at 66. Why? Because that's when I get 100% of my social security. Well, why not retire now and still claim social security in three years? Uh, Oh, I didn't, I didn't think about that or I wasn't right. So people assume that when you retire, you have to claim social security because that's the only way you're going to live. No, that's the only way you're going to live. You don't have any other money. But if you have a 401k, IRA, some sort of savings, you can use that to bridge the gap until you turn Social Security on. People don't think that way. Um, Another biggie you see on there, health insurance.
1: I know that one. I know my neighbor worked until he was 70. Right. Because his wife was a lot younger and they got good health care for really cheap and he could have went on Medicare. But the health insurance for her was outrageous
0: very common for say a 62 year old. I want to retire. I hate my job. I'm failing health. Um, and because I'm failing health, I need health insurance because it's expensive if I can't go without insurance. Um, I don't turn 65 for another three years. So I'm going to keep working. And I dislike it. Um, and I always say it's, it's a pet peeve of mine. I'll give you an example of someone that I was not able to help that is in this situation. Um, She's working because she wants health insurance. And we looked at Medicare. She's older. She can go on Medicare. But her drug that she's on is something like $8,000 a month through Medicare. Wow. It costs her 50 bucks a month through her job, which is crazy to think. Right. And I'm sitting here saying, and she watched my video in which I talk, I'll put it up here, which I say health insurance, you, you know, You don't don't not retire because of health insurance because there's always an alternative. I couldn't find an alternative for her, which is crazy to say. So there's an interesting even with
1: the Medicare Advantage plans and supplemental plans because the
0: drug plans are all separate. You know, they're they're built in. Right. But The the formularies are pretty standard. And when you're on a drug that's not on any formulary, a specialty drug, it gets. Really expensive, so that happens. Well, I'm surprised
1: her work health insurance. It's only fifty
0: dollars. Then she happens to work for a health insurance company, so
1: ah, maybe that's it. That but helps. no, it's just
0: yeah. it's strange, Tony, how things work. And Medicare's got its own rules, but health insurance costs are a big reason. But let's talk about it for people that aren't on something crazy like that. The traditional person might say, "Yeah, my my pay period, I pay fifty bucks a pay period for health insurance. I, if I go." and retire, they're going to pay a whole lot more. And yeah. All right. Let's say you will, let's, let's say you get an affordable care act plan and it's 800 a month instead of 50 bucks a month. Right. That's obscene. All right. That's 750 a month that I'm not going to, but let's put that in context. Let's put that in context because if you're, if you're not healthy, if you're miserable, you're Mm -hmm. working for what? So that you can retire when you go on Medicare, and by then it might be too late. And I say too late, you, you might burn yourself out so much that you hate life and the next three years of your life. And I'm, 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 using big, strong words here, but some people really hate their job and they make yeah. everyone else around sure. them miserable or their, their, their loved one is, is their spouse is sick and and they're like, I got to work. Um, so they, you know, $800 a month in the grand scheme of things is a lot. But it's not, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot relative to lo- dying early or losing a loved one early well, and yeah. not being there to spend that time. Um, how, how, You know, I'll throw you on the spot, Tony. You know, you, you're you working, you're dealing with aging parents who are far away. Yeah. Um, If you weren't flexible with your job, you'd be having a different story, I think, about, hey, I might have to quit because... I'm not going to see my parents and they're they're running into health issues if my employer is not going to be flexible for me I might have to just call it quits right right is yeah is that Am I on the mark there or is that something that? No,
1: that's a thought that's crossed my mind. I'm like, wow, I'm really fortunate at this point. And and because I'm an only child and my parents uh, need me uh, at least once a week down there, or uh, a lot of times uh, I go down on weekends now, um, it is, I do need that flexibility. And if I didn't have it at my current job, I'd either, you know, I would have to go to them and see if they'd give it to me or yes, I'd have to, consider, Hey, am I in a position where I don't have to work full-time right now? Maybe right. I could go to part-time or something. Yeah. I mean, that is a consideration. And so that, that can happen and in, in taking care of parents, or if you have disabled children or parents that need care, uh, mm-hmm. that can affect your ability to work. And that obviously can affect when you retire, you might need to retire.
0: That's it. And so, you know, it's not easy. I say top three reasons and, but there's always some caveats in here that it's just oh, sure. not all, you know, it's not that simple for everybody. Yeah. Um, if someone has nothing saved, then yeah, what are you going to do? Right. Like, right. A lot know, of people might, people might want to retire
1: payments. at six. A lot of people, Dan, might want to retire at 62, but they don't have that extra $750 a month to pay for healthcare between the age of 62 and 65 when they're Medicare eligible.
0: Right. Right. But, you Let's know, go back to that then you look at, then you, if you're in that spot, you might qualify for a subsidy. And people don't understand that because you can get subsidies based on income. So it's, there's always answers, but it's worth having a conversation. Right. Yeah, for sure. And this last point I want to talk about is this idea that I want to be debt free. This is definitely something that the boomer generation is a big proponent of um, more. So their parents even still. Um, But, I want to be debt free. I'm going to work until I have zero debt. My mortgage is paid off. Then I'll retire. And I don't like that. I think that's more of an excuse than a, I mean, it's not a bad strategy to have no debt. I'm not saying it's, you know, but I also have done shows on debt in retirement and it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world to have, especially a mortgage. mortgage.
1: It's not. Yeah. Yeah. A mortgage. It's not the end of the world. A lot of people have mortgages in retirement and, and do just fine.
0: And for a lot of people, they say, I'm going to work until, until I'm debt free. And so they do. And then their majority of their net worth is in the home that they live in and they don't know how to access that and use that to live. So then they feel poor. I don't have enough income. Well, that's because you were socking all your money away into the house that you live in right? instead of maybe a different way of investing or, right. Now we have to figure out ways to tap into the home, and people. That's you know, oh, reverse mortgage, or home equity line of credit, or a loan. No, 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 that's toxic. Well, it's not when seventy-five percent of your net, overall net worth is in your house. Yeah, um, you either have to sell to it. Yeah, retirement.
1: yeah, you have to find a way to tap into it, sell it, and downsize, right. or do a HELOC loan, or do a reverse mortgage. Those are things, the ways to tap into the value of your home in right. retirement. But again, some of those situations work better for some people and not as good for others. Yeah, right. It's all dependent on where you're at.
0: Right. Exactly. So um, I think a lot of people delay retirement and they do so because they just don't know. Yeah. They, they're right. they afraid. Right. Um, I'm afraid that health insurance is going to be too much. Well, have you priced it out? No, yeah. I'm afraid to, to be in debt in retirement. I don't, have you, have you looked at how much debt you'll have and how much a mortgage would be if you, if you had one, have you ever thought about tapping into the home? I'm afraid of, I won't have enough. Well, how much do you need? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have enough. Well, how much do you, right. how much is enough? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't really know. And so because you don't know, you don't do anything. And until you actually sit down and think about it, do the math and stop saying, oh, I'm never going to be able to afford to retire or, you know, then, then you'll work because you're on. And and even in a toxic environment, because you're afraid of, of the unknown, you'll work, even though your health is telling you, you got to stop because you're afraid of the unknown and that's got to stop. So the, the way to get around that is to actually come up with a plan and say, well, here's what health insurance will cost me. Here's what, I could get out of my house. Here's what um, an income need. Here's how much I spend. And here's the baseline. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I can retire.
1: Yeah. Well, and the, yeah, so you need to come up with a plan. Uh that's that's the solution as uh, like you say and like you've listed below establish priorities, run the numbers, do the plan. But the good news is you don't have to do that plan on your own. A lot of people don't know how to figure it out. Uh you need to work with a financial planner and that's what you do. That's how what you do for your clients is help them come up with a plan to say here's when you can retire. This would work out. Yes, you can retire now. You just need to do this, this and this, that type of thing. Right.
0: Yeah. And even if it's, Hey, yeah, you can't retire now, but you can retire in three years. At least you got something to work toward. Yes. You have a purpose. So you have a light at the end of the tunnel instead of just yeah. being blinded. Yeah. So yeah, you're right, Tony. And yeah, how self-serving you got to, the, the solution is to get a financial planner and that's happened <laughs> so to me. The um, solution is like me out there, right? Dan Wendell. Right. There's a lot of certified financial planners out there that'll do this. This is what we do. But, you know, think about it. Um, Ask yourself the question, if you could afford to retire, would you? And if you say no because of X, Y, Z, then maybe you don't need to retire now. But if you say, no, I can't because of health insurance or no, I don't have enough money. Then ask yourself again. Are you sure?
1: Could be an excuse. Right. You may not know until you've sat down with a financial planner who can say, no, if you do this, this, and this, right. this is where exactly. you're at. Yeah,
0: exactly. So Tony, I'm glad that you said you wouldn't retire because um, <laughs> this will give me the, you opportunity. you know, I'll never, say, I mean, I can't even you. think about
1: retirement. <laughs> I mean, look at me, this youth. I think I'm getting younger. At this I point.
0: think you are a little Benjamin button action going. So <laughs> thanks for a good show. Everyone we will catch you next week. And if you're thinking about retiring, and you're thinking, oh, man, I, I, I have you gave three reasons and I love them all. Then time to call someone up and make it happen. No more excuses. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there
1: is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com
0: and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.